Hi. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. Off the top, we just refer back, yeah. And you say, oh. <laughs> oh, we do, we do, but that's pre, that's pre-recorded. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I just add the same track. <laughs> and you know what? What? We are singers. We are. We are. Let's harmonize. What song should we harmonize? Oh my God. Um. <laughs> but people get it. Well, that's for later. That's for later. Let's have a little check in, Benny and Aiden. Yeah, how are we all? How are we doing? Aiders, how are how are you doing? Benny, how are you doing? We'll ask our guests how they're doing. I will say today was really hot, but you know what I discovered? What? I wear socks and sandals. Oh my now. god. Oh, I wear and like okay, but they're not they are sandals technically, I think, but they're Nike like floppies, like those little floppies. And then I wear white socks and I wear like truly a bathing suit with like underwear on underneath so I'm not like chasing my body all day and like a big baggy t shirt. I feel so free, I feel like it's a secret that I'm getting away with. You're living your best, I don't know why. But, like, my brain, whenever I hear combinations of things, it's like, what's the most absurd combination of these categories? So when you were like, I wear socks and sandals, my brain was like, okay, gladiator sandals with those, like, little, like, ballet sockets <laughs> that you, like, put on so no one knows you're wearing socks. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. And they're radically different colors, the gladiator sandals. Gladiator, okay, people, like, really hate I feel like in the culture, people like shit on gladiator sandals. Yeah. But like, I have to be honest, whenever I see them around, they're cool. You know what? (laughs) I hate them. I hate them. When I see them, I'm like, bitch, I know your foot hurt. I'm like, I know your feet are screaming. Because I have have flat feet. So like, those shoes are no, no, no for me. Wait. So if you have flat feet, that means like you can't be in the army. Feels like a problem for a lot of gladiators. What? Is that a thing? Like, if, like, let's say we were to be drafted upon our medical examination, if they discovered you were flat-footed, they'd be like, "We Abba's." Aiden confirm. So to answer Benjamin's question, it was, but is no longer a disqualifying factor for the army. Oh. <laughs> How did you know that? How did you know that? I think because in a past life I definitely dodged conscription because there's no way. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I would too. Oh my god. Like it actually scares when I watch like any like war movie, all I yeah. can think is like what if I was like alive in that time and I was in that war, I'd be so Yeah. Sad. Well, have you been watching Umbrella Academy? Okay, no, but I, I watched season one and loved it. I'm just waiting. I'm working through season two of Rami, which I highly recommend. Oh my god, I haven't um, watched yet. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's really 
it's really really good but um yeah. i'm excited to watch umbrella academy season two because yes it's honestly that show i think that show as a whole not to be fucking rude but i don't think it has the range wait what I did you I'll, wait i missed it i i tongue popped oh no said, my audio didn't pick I, it up I, <laughs> oh my god i said yeah loud and i can't do it on demand um, but I don't think that it has the range. I think that a lot of it is convoluted and they do this thing where they just like hide stuff from you so that you can't be like, wait, they never hinted at that before. It's like they're kind of, if some parts of it feel like they're making it up as they go. Yeah. But, I feel like, I feel like a lot of characters, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to do, but it has spirit. I don't what? like the bit, like the big muscular brother. Cause he's a fucking gorilla. Like what? That's sick. That is sick. Not only is he a gorilla, but he has a crush on his own damn sister. What the fuck? Yeah, and they really do normalize that in the show, and it's kind of like they're like it's an interracial relationship. <laughs> you can't hate it. And then when... <laughs> and then I'm like they're related. I do. You know what? I, Ellen Page um, as like a little like super queen. I love yeah. that. I do too. And you know what other super queen I love? <gasps> Ooh, our guest. Oh, I'm so obsessed with this guest. I've worked with her for an entire year on two different projects. You've definitely seen her um, on the Skechersons. I worked with her for a side project that we did together through Shopify. And honestly, the first time I ever saw Chelsea open her damn mouth. You should share the story of the first time I said anything to you, I think. It was so funny. It was so stupid. But I've always loved her, always, always really admired her, and I've always been like very impressed by her work. Um, what else have, had she been on, Ben? Um, Second City. <laughs> um, <laughs> and truly, Chelsea's like a staple in the Toronto comedy scene. Truly, um, yeah. If you do like, if you do like sketch in any capacity, if you do improv, you've definitely seen Chelsea perform. I know. You have, I have. You've seen her on um, Little Rascals. Little Rascals. Yeah. Iconic. Walking a dog. And walking a dog in Toronto. Yeah. Oh, what's her dog? Um, the dog that she was walking on the day that I responded to her story, which was last week or something, was a dog named Chicken. It was a dog named Chicken, and it was so cute. I don't know what kind of dog it was, but it was named Chicken. Oh my god! Well, our guest is no chicken. No chicken at all. She is Chelsea. Hi everyone! Oh wow, that was a great welcome. That was the nicest thing uh, anyone's ever said to me in a row ever. We love you. That was so nice. That's what we're here for. Yeah, let's just do that for yeah. a long time. Oh, I bet listeners would love that. <laughs> <laughs> me dodging compliments and being awkward. I listen to that. <laughs> I love it. It's so relatable. It is. <laughs> Especially comedians. We don't know how to take a compliment. It's very awkward. It is. It is awkward too, especially when like, I don't know, do you have you ever gotten this one like your I don't know, a relative or like your parent sees you perform mm-hmm. and their compliments are always a little bit like a bit of a put down as well. Or like they'll be, they'll be like they'll first list the things they did not like of the show and then be like, But you are good. And it's like, I don't feel good about that. 
That's so funny. But parents, you know what? My parents are, are different. My dad just doesn't say anything to me, um, regardless of whether it's a show or just general life. Um, but uh, after a show, my mom will always be like, wow, that was so good. And she can never, ever name something specific that was good. But she can always, she always just knows that it was so good. But then she'll talk like for a full hour about the other kids that she enjoyed in the production or like the other parts of it that she liked. Yeah, like, exactly. It is tea. My dad, you know when I first started, he'd be like, you wore a lot of wigs. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. I mean, your dad's yeah. very perceptive because like that is comedy. It's in true. Oh, that yeah. is comedy. Yeah. Thank you. You need wigs. Oh my God, you need wigs. I people think, hate them. I think parents like have a hard time watching their kids because they're like, they can't suspend their disbelief because they're like, I know yeah. that bratty little birch. They're like, like, that's my baby. She's not a star. <laughs> yeah. She's a brat. Or they'll be like, that girl with the ponytail kept cutting you off. And I'm like, yeah, dad. Like, oh my God, who's the girl with the ponytail? Name, name. She's left the community. <laughs> they cut off her ponytail and she had to leave. <laughs> exactly. and, and that's what our guest is actually famous for in the Toronto community. Mm-hmm. And you will know she's actually been at a venue when you see all the chopped ponytails on the floor of Comedy Bar. You know that Chelsea has been there and she's been <laughs> <in the same laughs> tail. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. By that, yes. we mean, by that we mean slaying the stage. Slaying, slaying the stage. And we're so happy that you're here talking about a very special band. Do you wanna do you wanna introduce the band that you're you're talking about today? Yes. Uh this is like the first band or musician, whatever, uh, that when I was growing up, I was like, wow, like women can do what boys do. <laughs> that yeah. band is hard. Yeah. Yes, I love it. We were just saying before we started that like every time, like growing up when there's like a scene in a movie where it was like girl power, they were like doing some type of heist thing. You'd always hear like that opening riff, like dun da dun da dun da dun da dun da And I was like, oh, the bitches are about to do some good shit. Yes, Yeah. And I learned to play guitar. I learned the only songs that I could master with these like my stubby little hooves of a hand. I, I learned to play the beginning of Barracuda, like, and then I learned a little bit of Smashing Pumpkins, 1979. It's a good song. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and then at a campfire with boys, I'd be like, yeah, I play. Pat, like, pass it over, and then I would play two things and be like, I gotta go to the bathroom and just because I couldn't play anything else. Two songs, two songs, just enough though, because like one song they might be like, oh, like could have just been rehearsed, but two, they're like, we got it. So you don't need to give them a third. You, you know? know, I'm shocked that you didn't learn Wonderwall. You know, that's a that's a that's a popular one. Anyway, here's Wonderwall, and then all the panties get wet. Yeah, there might be too many changes. My little hand, True. I don't think you keep up with that. Aww. <laughs> Imagine like I'm giving a hand job or something. I was just playing guitar. <laughs> the people listening must think their hands are so, so tiny. They really are. Chelsea has the tiniest little hand. Yes, anyway, but Heart is my favorite of all, all, all time. And my dad had the tape. 
that's how old I am. Um, and yeah, and he would play it uh, in the car and I uh, like all like they're like all of their tapes, like from the seventies to like the mid to late nineties. And yeah, and I he would sing along and I'd be like, shush, I like this. And, yeah. And I would sing along and it was and it was sisters too, their sisters, which I loved. I I truly because I did a little bit of Googling because I know like I I think my only knowledge of of it was Barracuda, truly. But like then what? But like as I was like skimming, I was like you, you realize like oh these artists like were always in my periphery. I just wasn't really like paying attention. But when I did not know they were sisters, and when I found that out, I was like I more intrigued. And you famously don't have a sister, right? I have a twin brother. You have a twin brother, yeah. Yes, yeah. and no sister. No sisters. Fuck, I don't know. I have nothing to say. For that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, be, you're the only star. Yeah, I'm the only girl. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, Hello? my mother, but uh, <laughs> she's a woman. She's a woman. Yeah. I believe she's yeah. a woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. But yeah, like so they were Heim before Heim could ever. It's true. Do you yes. listen to Heim? Yeah, no? I know. I know of them. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I'm not well. I must I'm say, I only know that they're sisters. But then someone corrected me. It was like they are sisters, but some of them are actually just cousins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I think like two of them are sisters, and then like two of them are cousins of Heim. Yeah, I don't know. People who actually know several Heim must be listening to it and be like. I don't- I don't know. I stopped. I stopped listening to new indie music in two thousand and nineteen. No, two thousand seventeen. So <laughs> <2009. I have, laughs> that was a few months ago. Not very long ago. <laughs> when you started, Ab, I was like, "Wow, that was a long time ago." Then I did the math. Technically, since twenty nineteen, it hasn't been like exactly a year. It's been like nine thousand months. Like it's, but they are the Heim sisters are sisters. Yeah, I'm. Cute. They, um, they are sisters. No. <laughs> Not one of them is a cousin. Maybe both. <laughs> so, but I will tell you, and this is not me telling you that you're correct because you're you so wrong. But the two older sisters, <laughs> the two older sisters, were in a different band together first, and then they. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what? So that actually makes them cousins. So when Aiden's yeah. saying that, if you're older and you're already in a band, you're an you're a cousin. You're you're a cousin. That's what happens. Um, Chels, I'm curious to know when. So when you were listening to Heart, did, were were you listening to like similar bands, or were they like a standout for you? Like, what attracted you to that band? No, like when I was little, it was like I had a really cool babysitter, and she would give me all her old tapes. You told me about yeah, the baby. So yeah, yeah. like, she gave me like Pearl Jam and like Janet Jackson and Paul Abdul. And I would just dance the shit out of my living room until I was like this sweaty child. <laughs> and uh, amazing. I know. And so she would get the CD version and then she'd like toss me to tape. Yeah. Who was her? Do you remember? Um, I'm picturing like a very like edgy babysitter. Uh, so she did have a leather vest, um, <laughs> and she had a boyfriend named Mark who, like, would come over where sometimes when my parents were gone, and he'd, like, knock on the window, and he had a mustache. Um, and then her name was Julie Plaz. She was French. 
and she had super long hair. I'm like Alicia Silverstone in Clueless, and she would like brush her hair back <laughs> with her hand, and it would just move. Like, but my hair was so curly. Like, I tried to do that, and my hand was like stuck. <laughs> but, like, it was so fucking cool. Um, so she also liked heart, and she went to see them because they they got famous in Canada. Um, even though they're from Seattle. They with they followed they their they had boyfriends flat feet. to Canada to avoid the draft in the seventies. So they didn't want to. Yeah, so they didn't want to be drafted. <laughs> yeah. So then they got big in Canada, and then they went. Then they went back to Seattle in like the mid seventies, and then they. Uh, yeah, and they wrote all this. All their stuff was like super edgy, like stories about like being a woman in that time. And um, I think that yeah, and they and the sister, yeah. one of them is like the lead singer. Her voice is amazing. And the other one, uh, Nancy, is guitar. And she can wail like just like Led Zeppelin and all. Anne is the other sister who's the, the yes. vocals. And also, by the way, Anne and Nancy are sisters you do not want to fuck with. I know, right? Right? <laughs> like, you know what what vibe they give me? They give me the vibe. I grew up in Brampton, and I grew up in Brampton in a time where there weren't a lot of black people or like people of color in general there yet. So it was a lot of white trash. Um, <laughs> shout out, that, shout out, class solidarity. Um, poor kids hanging together regardless of white race. But um, it was it was a lot of like young white girls like that. Like I remember there. Were, two sisters who would smoke outside of our elementary school they were both in grade eight smoking cigarettes and you could not tell them shit you could not fuck with them and they both loved rock music and they both played music and it was like if you said something about the other the other one was gonna the other one was gonna beat your fucking ass and that's the vibe i get that's the vibe i get from heart and i love that yeah it's like they do it like what especially at the time like that's what boys are doing like boys boys are playing electric guitar yeah um boys were like scream singing and also just like the fact that like someone named nancy can be a badass is pretty funny mm-hmm. yeah. that mm-hmm. fears. and also like like you're saying like i feel like it's so normal for like a group of boys like in high school to just be like we're all mediocre like let's start a band yeah but, like yeah for a group of like gals to do it but it is that's crazy and like yeah. also what i when i was like listening to barracuda like today or like i just we've been listening to it all our lives it's really cool how, like her voice is like so high but it's like still like and like not that like masculinity equals like power in music but it's like high without sacrificing like femininity it's still like very like strong and like it's definitely like, a, definitely like a force, but it's not like without relying on like bassy, like whatever. Yeah, it's not a falsetto. Like she hits it like in full belt. I, I saw them twice in concert, but now she's like over 50 and she has a, like, she carries an inhaler around like on the stage and to hit the big notes, like she can still hit it, <laughs> but she disappeared. I was like front row in Detroit. How trash is that? Um, <laughs> and I brought my black boyfriend. He was the only black boyfriend in the entire concert. Um, but yeah, she she went behind <laughs> the uh, like drum set. Drum set. Um, clearly, I don't play an instrument. Um, <laughs> drum set. And she like 
would chug like a little thing of whiskey and do an inhaler puff and then come back out and be like, ah, and just like hit the nose. Oh, that's like horror. Yes, it was awful. Also, the whiskey like must burn and then the cooling effect of the inhaler, like that would probably be, that would be a lot. Yeah, and she's like obviously heavier, heavier now. So she just like pulled out a stool and just like sat on it and went to town. Oh, I love, but you know what's funny? I feel like, okay, so I've been noticing with a lot of the celebrities and like pop stars that I grew up with, you know, they used to be able to hit these high notes. Like I'm thinking like, you know, Alicia Keys, I mean, she's always been off key, but Alicia Keys, um, Beyonce, the like, but now they have babies, they've given birth and like it's um, changed the tone of their voices. So like Beyonce can't hit high, certain high notes anymore neither can Alicia Keys. But I think it's it, and it speaks to how much harder like women have to work. Like I'm thinking about how like being in a band like Heart where like literally one of your hit songs is just you yelling, like really hitting like truly the highest of notes for like four minutes on end. Like you have to you have to stay good enough to be able to do that. And with men, it's like their the their vocal integrity changes so much, but only because I feel like they're not as pressured to take care of it. Does does, does that make sense? Is that a reason? Yeah. No, that makes sense. It's also like there's such an expectation like especially for heart like that's such a popular song so it's like if you see them perform it's like you're expecting to see that exact note yeah it's like it's like you can't get that like you can't perform that on the top of the hat like that has to pull on your body and like 30 years later like the um the one that she really had to like take a few puffs and swigs was uh crazy on you like let me go crazy on you like but she did not miss it like she was like i'm yeah. playing all the notes mm-hmm. and no, no shade to bon jovi but i saw him yeah. also in concert and he <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like, right like he was like, uh, Told me at karaoke. That's really funny to see. No. <laughs> the fans did not like it. The fans didn't like it. Did they react negatively? People started booing, and then he passed the mic to Richie Sambora, who's his like the other his guitarist, and then yeah. it was like his time to shine, and he was like, "Living on a prayer," like he was like singing. He was like, finally. <laughs> Oh what my god, they booing that's John wild. Bon Jovi. He was, yeah, he couldn't oh hit the big notes. That's he, so he humiliating. So he and then he just sort of talked it like uh some of his songs and then uh so then he, <laughs> I don't know, I, he like, didn't take care of his voice and there were like these like oh. cougars being like boo like Throwing their, <laughs> throwing their, their bud light cans. I didn't like it. I know that podcasts aren't a visual medium, but I need to note for everyone here that when you said that he like couldn't hit the notes and handed the mic to Richie Sambora, all three of us dropped. Like there was not a jaw that wasn't on the ground. Yeah. That's so, oh my God. Like it's also, it's like, <laughs> You're not, I'm sure that wasn't, it was a big show, right? Like it was probably, yeah. so it's like, if you know you can't do like, pick a smaller venue, like don't, 
if you yeah. can't like, your voice like can't fill a stadium anymore like don't sweat yeah it, yeah like, yeah show up maybe yeah. i don't know if he could lip sync maybe people would know but yeah it was like all of his songs are like like screaming pretty much but like yeah rasp yeah. he was just like talking some of them like uh <laughs> it was like whoa we're halfway there Oh, we're living on a prayer. Like, <laughs> oh. You know what that reminds me of? Like, this is awful. I was like, we're staying to the end. <laughs> you paid for the tickets. You're did, you the, did you see to the end? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but then we were like, if we ever go again, we're making a sign for Richie because he really pulled through. Yeah. Imagine just having to kind of like take on that task at the drop of a hat, but being so prepared. And also this whole, this whole thing reminds me of this time I went to do karaoke with a group of my friends, this old sketch troupe that I used to be a part of UC Follies, shout out to them and um, in university. And um, we went to karaoke and we invited this one guy and he was like, I've never done this before. How do you do it? And we're like, you literally just need to sing the fucking song. So we put on um uh we put on Freddie Mercury. Um Queen, I I'm gonna have a good time. Don't stop me now. He didn't know the melody, but he knew the song. So he was going, Don't stop me now. I'm gonna have a good time. I'm having a ball. <laughs> and I can't imagine sitting through no. hours. I killed myself and then John Bon Jovi. <laughs> and then he was putting the mic also to the audience. So he'd be like Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, and then he would move the mic to the audience, hoping that some lady would be like, like, which they've tried, but it was it was very obvious by the end. <laughs> but anyway, Art did not do that. Yeah, like she hit every note. She didn't. She didn't lower it an octave. Mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. Like she gave it her all. And then her mm-hmm. sister, her sister doesn't sing as much. Nancy, she does mm-hmm. like. Uh, the harmonies and uh, she just like did like a 10 minute like guitar solo mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, in like a sequin blazer <laughs> oh my god I love the energy this like auntie energy like badass auntie energy I love yes. it I love oh it oh my god I love that because like uh, like also men I don't know I feel like men. <laughs> <laughs> men. That's, that's the name of your book and that's the name of your book also men I don't know <laughs> I honestly like I was gonna elaborate but like I think we all know where I was headed like yeah uh, like, like period you know <laughs> I I think I I wonder as an artist what it's like like knowing you know when you write a song when you're 20 it's like I don't think you're wondering to yourself will I be able to perform this when I'm like 45 and doing a reunion tour or like 50 yeah, I'm so curious as to what the writing process is like when you're young and just like, I can do this now, but it's like, how do you, how do you come to terms with the fact that you're never going to be able to hit that high note again? When you're and like you do the, yeah. Yeah, the most you can possibly do mm-hmm. in your song. And mm-hmm. then it, actually, that was another thing that I thought was kind of interesting about mm-hmm. their uh, writing. So mm-hmm. like all the early stuff, like in the seventies and early eighties, uh, they wrote it all. And mm-hmm. then they like, they weren't popular anymore because it was like Madonna was coming out and like yeah. uh, Debbie Gibson and like those like mm-hmm. single pop 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 stuff. Yeah, so then yeah. like they weren't popular. So then they basically were just like, well, if we can't beat them, join them. So then mm-hmm. they wrote these like kind of like empty like pop bop 
Yeah, yeah. And, and then people love them again. And then they wore leather jackets and made their hair super big. Yeah. And everyone's like, who's heart? Like, like uh, alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though that song is so good, it's more yeah. like a 80s pop ballad because they were trying to like catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so interesting thinking about this band. I it, It's funny because I know so little about these sisters individually or even like as a group, but they really did dominate the charts with like or I, at least I think so, with like these singles, like the, the singles that we've named already. Like I, there was no way you could walk into a Shoppers Drug Mart from 1998 <laughs> to 2004 and not hear it till now, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's, okay, there's one song of theirs that's like, I don't know why I love it. It's a super weird one, but it's mm-hmm. called, uh, it's, all I want to do is make a love to you. I love that song. <laughs> and the story is like, basically, her husband like couldn't do sex, I guess. Okay, 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 okay. I remember when I was little, my dad, my dad being like, oh, turn this one up. This is a good story. And he was like, oh. <laughs> The song would come on, and I was like, "Oh, this is what's make love." Like I don't understand this. Yeah. And like now that I'm an adult, like the the tale is very uh, graphic. Like it basically, she uh, her husband like can't get her, <laughs> can't get her pregnant, can't do sex. I guess. Oh my gosh! And so she like picks up a hitchhiker. <gasps> yeah. And has sex with him, and she's like, literally, the song is like, "I saw you in the rain. I invited you inside, like <laughs> to cure my pain." Like it's very on, and it's like, "I didn't ask him his name." And then she, she, she sleeps with him, and then like yeah. leaves him, and then like years later, this yeah. is all in the song. Yeah, <laughs> later, she sees him, the guy that yeah. she slept with. She's still with her husband, and he sees the kid, and it has his eyes. And then she's like, literally in the lyric, she's like, please, please understand. Like, she's like, you gave me the one thing my husband couldn't give me. Don't tell anyone. Oh, my God. But it was oh a single. Anyways, it was one of those 80s singles. And my dad was always like, oh, this sick, like, sick beat. And, like, I didn't. <laughs> Not I wonder. I- I wonder where your dad saw himself in that narrative. He clearly, it clearly had a like, yeah, it had an impact on him. So I wonder, like, was he the driver? Is he the hitchhiker? The baby? The baby? You know, like, like, oh my god! <laughs> I should know. Have you ever seen that Sarah Polly documentary? Um, that's basically what our podcast has turned into. Basically, it's a documentary where she finds out that she's like a love child of someone else. But anyway, that's I'm spoiling the documentary. It comes later. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Not, oh my god, what's it called? Um, not away from her. That's the other movie she directed. Aiden, <laughs> I'm very intrigued, and also. Everyone look up the lyrics to All I Want to Do is Make I Love to You. I, I can't believe it. Someone needs to buy the rights Stories for this film. Stories we tell. Stories oh. we tell. And it's oh. like, she's like, she, you know what? Greg Brown, friend mm. of the pod, loves this friend movie. Friend of the pod. Let me like recommend it to you. Uh-huh. Um, it's like, she's just making a documentary about like her family. 
And then as she's making it, she truly finds out during the process that, like, yeah. her father who raised her wasn't her biological father. Jeez. Isn't, isn't that wild? And she finds out, like, during the, the, the process of making the movie. So, like, people mm-hmm. are being interviewed and they're like, well, you know, like, mm-hmm. he was with this man who had, like, red hair for a point of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only person in her family with red hair. And it's just like, okay. Well, <laughs> wow. I thought you said the ugly person in her family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. Well, Chelsea, I did mean that because redheads are ugly. Oh so, my so, God. No, then cancel it. <laughs> this would be it. This would be the thing that. And that's a racist to people with red hair. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I think her. Um, brothers and sisters oh my gosh but also can we just talk about i'm sorry there's so much to unpack from this song this woman really just said i you know what in this in the 70s 80s like people had questionable hygiene let alone like an artist you know i know this man smelled like like right i i know this man smelled like wet wet dog like i know he smelled Bad, bad, bad. Did did he shower before they had sex? As a Virgo, I'm genuinely curious to know because. And then apparently, like it, uh, they were getting like, whatever complaints or like, uh, getting getting flack because it was encouraging women to pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> <laughs> also, why is that such an '80s trope? Remember in Monster, like, her whole thing, Charlize Theron's, like, whole character is, like, a hitchhiker. Like, why was that such a big thing in the 80s? And, like, sometimes album covers would be, like, a lady hitchhiking. Like, People are so obsessed with that. Like, you, like I feel like jean companies are obsessed with that. Like, you know like, I mean? <laughs> like, a Levi, like, a Levi's ad will always just have someone, like, shirtless right? and like, come out, like... Yeah. Strong enough to hitchhike in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like these jeans can fold in the back of a pickup truck when you're yeah. getting killed. Like. Um, and we make I so never, many of them, you'll never be able to identify where this victim bought their pair at. Like, oh my god. Okay, I watched. I've never. A lot of friends I've across. never hitchhiked. Me neither. Wait, I never will. I have. No. But it was in Europe. Oh, that's different. <laughs> really? Why? Wait, have you ever hitchhiked? I like ran away from home, uh, and like I took a hockey stick and like did like a bandana with like nothing, nothing inside. So I just saw it in like a movie or something. And, <laughs> and I just like ran down the street in, when I grew up in Ottawa, and then I went to like the closest like major intersection and just like put my thumb out, and then some man was like. What's going on, little girl? And I was like, ah, I like screamed and ran away. <laughs> and I, I threw the hockey stick, and my brother was like, my stick. Like when I went back. <laughs> You're the so, most insane stories, but also, why are you one of like, like four of my friends have a similar story where they're like, yeah, I ran away when I was five yeah. <laughs> with a I random day, and was like, I got my period early. Like no one understands me. Like I think it was like that. <laughs> You guys, this is insane. 
I never ran away from home, but because my parents put the fear of God into me. They literally, I wasn't even allowed to go to my friend's house. They'd be like, do you know you can die? Like they, <laughs> they, they put the fear of mortality into my body at the age of three. Like really, I was afraid. But I remember being younger and telling my mom, I'm going to run away. And she'd be like, CPS is going to take you. And <laughs> she'd be like, they can have you. I'd be like, okay. Okay, good. I'll, I'll help you pack your bags. Yeah. Like, that was my mom. I remember once, like, wanting to run away as a kid and, like, ask, like, I wanted a plastic bag to put, like, my drawings in it. Mm-hmm. Or just my proverbial drawings. And, but I remember, like, I didn't know where, like, plastic bags were kept in our house. So I, like, had to ask my mom <laughs> a plastic bag. And she was like, no. She was like, I know what you're up to. So you do not get a plastic bag. And, like, looking back, like, she probably didn't even know what I was up to, but she just knew that it was like not good. You're such a funny was the gatekeeper of exactly. the plastic bags and, and looking, you back, away. That, looking back, that probably made me the environmental activist that I am now. I did, I did not have a child have access to plastic bags. This is so stupid. So that is why um, I'm not canceled for um coming for the entire ginger community. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, another thing I was going to say about about Heart again, about yeah. that song, mm-hmm. is that, so I went, I've seen them twice in concert, and once mm-hmm. was, like, just a year ago, actually, Ooh. and they did, they weren't playing their, like, the songs from that uh, era, where they were, mm-hmm. like, forced to be pop-ish, because yeah. it was, like, they were only doing, like, their 70s, like, rock songs, mm-hmm. um, because it was, I guess it it was a little selfish if you ask me because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear all of them. So they didn't do yeah. that. All I want to do is make love to you. And yeah. there was a lady beside me and I was like very close to the front and they were like just transitioning to a new song. Mm-hmm. And she, she obviously had a mullet and like one boob was almost out. It was Detroit and that's yeah. enough. For that. And mm-hmm. she was like, all I want to do is make love to you. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, I'm not with her. And then they looked they looked at her and they were like, no, we're not playing that tonight. And she went, yeah, you are. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, don't don't yell at Anne or Nancy. Like, they're very, what they're going to yell back. What do you mean, yeah, you are? Or else what? What is that? <laughs> you imagine if she was like, yeah, you are. And they were like, you're right. We know. I just play it. Yeah, it's like you're you're in Detroit. There are a bunch of people out the field. I'm picturing this concert as an outdoor concert. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you say outdoor concert? I missed that. Yeah. Oh, was no. it outdoor? This one was hella indoor. Hella <laughs> <Not laughs> <lot> indoor. <laughs> Damn. There were four walls around. <laughs> and. Yeah. And I paid, I paid a lot of money. And when they came out, I cried because I was so close. And uh, I kept, like, waving. Like, why would I wave? Oh, that's so and, cute. Oh, and I was, like, so my boyfriend was kind of just, like, sitting there. He's a bit younger. He doesn't really care. Like, he, yeah. But I was, like, get up and look interested because they wanted to wave back at me. <laughs> But also then that woman, so the woman that was like, yeah, you're all right, but play it. So she was clearly drinking like Pinot Grigio in a can. Um, and she was like, do you know how much I spent on this ticket? 
And I was like, yes, I do. So shut up. But she really was like trying to get that song played. So then uh, finally, like near the end, uh, and that lead singer was like, okay, okay. And then she just did one line, which uh, was, uh, all, which was, I didn't ask him his name. So she just went, yeah. I didn't ask him his name. And did like a big thing. And then everyone yeah. like lost their shit screaming. And she was like, there you go. Are you happy? And the lady was like, kinda. <laughs> I love this She gave you one line, like, accept it. This is the funniest. Okay. It's funny because, like, both of them are wrong. And both of them are wrong. Both parties are being equally stubborn. Um, Forces, I can tell. I'm like, it, but I, I wholeheartedly, she, that woman with her boob out during her Peter Brief, <laughs> you can call her a lot of things, but, but inconsistent is not something we can call no, Yeah. She, yeah. From, from beginning to end, was like so yeah. cool. Yeah. Her feeling. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. she, she could have been like, thank you. I'm like compliant, but she, I mean, I guess it was enough. Kinda is so funny to me. Like at that point, just play the song. Just play the song that way. Like I don't know this. The performer in me is like, you want that. You want that buzz from them. So like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And it was one of their. It was one of like their popular singles, but I guess it was from the time where she she didn't get to write all her own songs, and it was like, yeah. And also, this was supposed to be. This was their like reunion tour. Even though they're sisters, they Mm -hmm. had like a huge falling out for three years. Oh my god! Like, there are something like their husbands got in like a fist fight or something. <laughs> yes, oh of course. Yeah, I... it was. It was something like one of the husbands like told off his, I guess, niece, which was like mm-hmm. Nan's daughter, mm-hmm. and then Nancy's husband was like, "Don't talk to my like daughter that way." And so then they yeah. had like some kind of fist fight, and then the the band, which was just the two of them, yeah. like, broke up for a little a little while. So this was like their reunion. Of like their sisterhood and the band. Oh my gosh! It's like it's so weird to be like. I mean, if a band breaks up and they're just friends, we're like, yeah, they had creative differences. But for a brand to break up, a band to break up because like a sister quarrel. That is. I know. Um, when they were like saying their a bit of their history, they like at this concert last summer, they were like, "Oh, we started in Canada," and I was like, "No!" But like, there was no one. <laughs> we were in Detroit, so nobody cheered. <laughs> 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 and I'm Canadian. Please look at me. I'm not with <laughs> mullet one boob over here. <laughs> no, she has two boobs. <laughs> <laughs> she has one boob. Oh, that's so funny. Oh my god, you really should have gotten her number. I one boob? Have. One boob's number? Yeah, one to go <laughs> to go out after. But I yeah, anyway, I think they may not ever tour again. So I saw them I saw them in some wow. pretty fresh places. I saw them in like Hamilton, Buffalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Detroit. <laughs> okay, that's we are so funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I get it though. Um but yeah, like, what, what was your favorite of the three? Uh, I was the closest in Detroit, but they didn't do the songs I wanted. Right. Mm. Uh, in Hamilton, they did. Mm. It was like over ten years ago, so they did all the all like all their the hits. hits. 
and nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I probably like that that one best. And she and it was like a little thing where she could a little plot like a runway where she could walk right into the crowd. Oh my god! And then I and was trying to scream the song, and then yeah. <laughs> these were big venues. What's that? Were these big venues. Yeah, it was like. What's that big one in Hamilton? Like Coliseum or something? Something, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that a movie theater? <laughs> Wait, isn't it? I don't know. I've, like... ever, I've never seen a concert in the. It was at Silver City. <laughs> it was at Silver City. <laughs> it was at the Varsity Theater. Yeah. They performed at Gage Park in Brampton. <laughs> um, okay, but there's one one song. Also, I was going to tell you about that, like. Ooh. made me like feel feelings as a teen um <gasps> it's like one, it's like off their first album it's called mm-hmm. magic man mm-hmm. um it was a single too you probably heard it in like a bunch of movies yeah um but yeah it's all about like just like meeting a like an older guy and he's like yeah. come on like, let's go do this i assume that's his voice <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do this. Let's go do this. <laughs> dot, dot, and dot. Like, and it's another story where the mom's like, don't do it. And then they're like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like, he's magic, mom. And then like, yeah. And then they go and like do drugs and like sex stuff. And have sex. So <gasps> I, I was like, I mean, I like burnt a CD in grade 11. and was like, oh, I put this on it. Like, <laughs> oh <my> God, yeah. <laughs> That's so, ah. So, uh... I hate how that has never changed, though. I was going to say, that's so of the times where, like, an older guy would be like, do you want LSD and listen <laughs> to that devil's music? And, like, and I was going to be like, that doesn't happen anymore. But that's not true. Literally, they made a whole movie about it, no? Like, every, I feel like every teen movie that comes out is literally like, we're some bad girls. And this older man took us to Coachella and yeah. <laughs> bought yeah. us our drugs. This older man took us to Coachella. <laughs> Isn't that the premise of Spring Breakers? Yeah, that's the premise. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot about that movie. Thank God. What a fucking horrible. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> that was a good rhyme. <laughs> and that's the rhyme we should all remember when it comes to James. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it. And that's what we'll remember about this podcast. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Definitely that too. But oh my God. Uh, I. So, like, why do you say they, they're never, they're never going to tour again because of, like, COVID? I and, think they're just, you know, like, they want to. I think they're just older and it, like, takes a toll on their bonds. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and they do, like, they'll always appear on, like, like, American Idol or, like, The Voice or, like, different shows to, like, sing yeah. with the final girl who's, like, a rock girl. They'll be like, yeah, yeah. we'll show up and do that. So they, they got, like, re-famous kind of when Carrie Underwood um, won their title, because she sang, yes. yeah, she sang alone yeah. in the show, and then all these people were like, Who, who's that, who's like, who's hard, and then they got like, rediscovered, and they're like, all right, we'll tour again. <laughs> and they also have like, I think they lent that, what about love song to like, a uh, washer and dryer commercial. Yes, <laughs> it's always in commercials. That's like a tie. That's in like a tie thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it's so funny. It's like as soon as um ad executive executives realize that like people who were um in their teens at the, at the time that Heartless yes. like had music out, like they're now like they have families and they're they have washer dryers and they're fucking washing shit. They're like, let's throw their old favorite songs in those commercials. They're smart. 
They really fucking are. Like, for example, when we're, when, like, I'm, like, in my 40s, WAP is going to be in a bunch. I was going to say, like, we're going to be... <laughs> A, a bucket and a mop for this wet ass floor. There's gonna Guess be it. like adult diaper commercials with like Billie Eilish in the background. And <laughs> like... There's already that car commercial uh, with her bad guy. It's like, geez, Billie, yeah. it's been a couple years. Like, yeah, it's I right in there. She's a flame. She's a flame that burned fast and bright, but I feel like she's really? longevity. I don't see it. You don't see it. Elaborate. This is I controversial. This is, this is controversial, but I don't. I don't see it because I think that like, I feel like the real star. I'm not the star. Like I don't really care about either of them. But I feel like the mm. brother producer is kind of like the main talent behind the thing. <laughs> and I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's. It's just not gonna last. I feel like. What's his name? Like. Fritz or something. Oh, it's something weird. It's something like kooky. It's not like, Fritz. It's like Fitness Verb <laughs> or something. Oh, okay. No, but he, he has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend that looks exactly like Billie Eilish, though. Say that once like, more. So Billie Eilish's brother, her producer, his girlfriend looks looks exactly like Billie. I don't know if they're still together. But um, people revealed photos, and it was uncanny and scary. Yeah, because also Billy, like, I feel like she's very, her career is, like, very, like, based on, like, the appropriation of, like, black culture. and Every time she talks. I mean, every pop story, but hers, it's, like, so, so, it's, like, feel like it's. Every time she talks. Yeah. I'm shocked. I feel like we're in a direction where that's, like. Yeah. Yeah, her music's, like, I'm the bad guy. I'm really emo and sudden. I'm on TikTok. I'm 17. But then her voice is, like, yeah, like, it sounds like she's from Oakland. Like, that's not okay. Like, what's going on there? Anyways, let's bring it back to heart. Yeah, let's bring it back to heart. <laughs> and, you know, Billie Eilish, that's, that's all that's all the airtime we're going to get. She's probably going to get so much more. Well, you know what? Billie probably does wish she was heart. And I feel like, I don't know, like, women like heart who are, like, I don't know, because they're from Seattle, right? Like, that's, like, where, like, I feel like that their music stems from like the culture they grew up in. Rich California. Totally. You're right. Totally. You're right. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. I never thought about that. You know how it's it's very interesting that you bring that up because I feel like in the seventies and eighties, and this even goes back to Madonna, like in order to be an artist, you have to live through some shitty shit like there were fewer artists whose parents were in the industry where they could just be like mom dad i want a record and now it's like the the industry is so bent on capitalizing on stuff that it's like there are there's so rarely people who are like oh yeah i struggled to get here it's like from youth they were probably industry like plants or like being groomed to be artists even if it's wrong and they can fabricate yeah and they can fab fabricate I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fabricate uh, yeah. a lot of stuff. Whereas, like, Madonna, yeah. she could, like, sing. Like, in t- today's standards, her voice is really good. But, like, yeah. then it, she was up against, like, Winnie Houston mm-hmm. or whoever. But, yeah, um, Mariah Carey, yeah. Yeah, but you had to, like, yeah. really be able to, like, sing, like, play your own yeah. instruments. It wasn't just, like, mm-hmm. you know. Right, yeah, yeah. Dance, you had to do the whole shebang. Yeah. 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 So the reason I... Thing. 
for some reason I was just felt the need to defend Paula Abdul and I don't know why. <laughs> I love Paula Abdul. Me too. Paula Abdul is underrated. I, I love Paula. She's in a new commercial for like pain, for like back pain um, uh, ointments, like like uh, hot balms for your back pain. And she's dancing in it. And the outfit that they put her in fired this goddamn costume designer. They made her look like goddamn Prince. Okay, oh, she looked no. like Prince circa 1987, and it was bad. It was bad. Oh, I will never forget one season of So You Think You Can Dance, where Paula Abdul was a judge for one season, and mm-hmm. she looked like she was having fun, and I was so happy for her. She and then they didn't bring her back, and I was like, I know, like I feel like it was such a good thing for Paula. To be, I, doing great. During her like um like uh re- reality show stint. Oh my god, wait, there's this clip that I need to find. I'll I'll send it to you guys later, but it's her thinking that she got a job and then she didn't get the job and she breaks down. It's for brats or something. It's like a very small job and she thought she had it and wait, she didn't get uh, it. I think I think I've seen this. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I didn't get the book. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's so sad. <laughs> we'll do for the research but what is shocking to me what i'm wondering is like do you think that heart will ever get in a point like that like do you think that they have enough longevity and that they've done enough work in their youth where they don't have to be like we didn't get the the rolling trolls <laughs> I or in they're, so, they're very like i feel like it's like they have a bit of that, like Kurt Cobain, like mm. hate. We're famous, but we hate being famous. We hate it. Yeah, we're just in it for the music and, like, yeah. you know, fuck you, lady, for yelling at us, <laughs> telling yeah. us to play our '80s song. And but then yeah. we'll probably go back and forth, like wanting to please fans, but also mm-hmm. like wanting to just like do it for the craft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it for the craft. Oh my god, yeah, because it's like if they're doing stuff like. Um, the voice or idol it's like yeah, they're definitely yeah. like plugged into pop culture a bit so it's interesting yeah, that they have that side of like but we won't play our, our greatest yeah. for you um, yeah pinot grige boob yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pinot grige boob. Also, i wanted to i can't show you what am i talking about but mm. i have i'd have their autograph uh yeah my brother got it for me <laughs> for oh my our, gosh. Our, our birthday we're twins um oh, i love uh, like a little plaque and it says like you're my like best favorite fan or something and yeah and they like signed like their record i was like oh, i'm their favorite fan and it's hanging up in my house but then i realized it's, it's probably an e-sig it's probably an e-signature but it's fine one more thing i just wanted to alert your attention to is to look out for people that try to sing heart songs at karaoke they are it happens a lot they're a special breed no one can do it and it's Mm. very entertaining and usually people are covering their ears so yeah yeah it's fun it's a fun it's a fun thing to look at and cringe have yeah. you had an ex- like do you have a memorable cringe heart karaoke experience oh there so there's this this woman who i used to go to the gladstone a lot um yeah, yeah and they have they have karaoke there every saturday night and mm-hmm. uh there was a woman there and she always would sing that song um it's like 
don't you want somebody to love, to love like, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The airplane, it was in the cable guy. Yeah. I don't know. It <sighs> was a very basic, like, 70s song. Like, in her range, she was quite old. She had very wispy hair. She could have been a ghost. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she had wispy long hair. And then funny. every time the, like, uh, the karaoke, like, master guy would turn around, she would try to, like, press some buttons and put on a different song. And he would always, like, shoo her away. And I was like, what's she doing? And then the last time I was there, I was like, oh, mm. there's all, all Wispies back. <laughs> she's, going, she, she's going for she's going for her, like, 70s rock song or whatever. And yeah. he, like, went to get a drink of water or something, and she, like, boop booped on the, on the keyboard. And, yeah. and a heart song came on. I was like, is this what Wispy's been going for this whole time? Oh and, and then she tried to sing it, and it was bad. Like, it was like, oh, no. she tried to sing Barracuda. And it yeah. was, oh, it was bad. And, like, it like it cleared the front of the room. And then he, like, rushed back from the bathroom and was like, people oh, beat me. My God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, imagine being that person. I know. <laughs> It's just because it's like I was worried about like the microphone breaking or the speaker mm-hmm, breaking. Mm-hmm, she was like, mm-hmm. ah, like screaming super loud, trying to hit the notes. So I think that's why he was like, mm-hmm. then he like took it away from her, and then Wispy was sent back to her chair. <laughs> Wispy, did she have friends with her, or was she by herself? I didn't see a friend, but I saw a beer with her. <laughs> Oh, oh she doesn't have to wait in line. She puts her up early. Oh, good. She gets yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If and I feel like she's also a ghost. Her soul is bound to that space. She's <laughs> <laughs> had plenty of time. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Oh my god, I wonder if she sang the song before and it went so poorly that it broke the speakers or the microphone and that's why the DJ's always like, or like people <laughs> like straight up just left and the DJ's like, you can never do that again. So like, I know if, if someone requests like Aerosmith or like certain songs that are like very screamy, he's he he's like this older man who wears a vest mm-hmm. just for reference um and- <laughs> <laughs> integral integral information yeah. yeah he like does not let you do a screamer so i think mm. he was that's why he but like she's pretty bold to just reach over and boop and bop and yeah wow that's a lot I love, yeah i love her confidence just a yeah. little misguided yeah it, it is <laughs> That's the word for it, misguided. But maybe oh she, I guess God. she's a heart fan, and you know she's already dead, so she had to give it a try. <laughs> if she's a ghost, <laughs> right. yeah. if she's a ghost, allegedly. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny, Chelsea, because all your encounters with heart fans who like you'd want to be like, I'm guessing your people or people you can like relate to seem to be very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very like very introverted yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. I think because they are that. They're like yeah. powerful women. All their songs are about like, you know, don't talk to me that way. I yeah. play guitar. Except yeah. for you, sexy older man, you can give me drugs, and the rest yeah, of them yeah, are yeah. all, <laughs> yeah, hitchhiker, give me a baby. They're all very, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe like their fans are like, I, yeah. I can do that. I can just, just play that and do what I want. I'm a ghost, whatever. Ah, I'm a ghost. 
First time I've been. It's not. Last time we talked about Beyonce and she she fucked up our shit too. (gasps) I. You know what's funny, Chelsea? As you're telling like these stories and like being like these are the insane people that I've met, um, (laughs) just by being a heart fan. It it like it's just it's so indicative of you though. Like I feel like you attract (laughs) the most interesting people and also you're very you're you're very observative like i i'm very aloof in that not even aloof on purpose like i just am always thinking something stupid and not paying attention so there have been many times where chelsea would be like this person just did that i'm like how the fuck did you know but so the fact that you're like these many like insane people just came up to you or like you witnessed them do these things. I'm not shocked at all. It's so Chelsea of you. That's so Chelsea. (laughs) Actually, that's a very good point. I'm very like, I don't know what it is. I I am always looking at everyone Mm -hmm. all around me all the time. But I'm also super like, I have a quite a bit of like doormat in me. Like I would be like, sorry, sorry, excuse me, excuse me. And like- Very sweet. So what about walking with Abba? Like, you know, when we work work together and we walked through that like crowd of <laughs> Oh my god, I was I was not happy. What is this cafeteria? I'm dying to know the story. So we were filming the show and like we got to use their like fancy cafeteria and like yeah. whatever. Get like I was just gonna say get a fancy fish on a plate. I wanna that does come into that. Yeah. Oh, that's a fancy meal right there. It's a loose fish on a plate. White, white porcelain plate, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like walking with Abba, I was like, oh, that boy's handsome. Oh, he's looking at your bum. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, that, that lady's blocking my the vegetables. And Abba would be like, excuse us. And like, she would like get me through it. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't have that like, Thank you for finally confirming what I always suspected that Abba is a monster. She's protecting me. She also also didn't notice all of the men, all the men's looking at her rump. (laughs) Oh my god. Her rump? How could you how could you not? I know. But also, but honestly, I could only imagine if I was like working in a cafeteria on set and I'm tired, tired, tired. I've been cooking fish all day. And then and then and then, and then Abba walks in, I'd be like, Oh truly. While being, while being professional, while yes. being professional, these men were uh, all married. They were all married. I'd ask the director, "Is that guy single?" To be like, "No, he's been married for like twenty years." <laughs> but I—that's how I am all the time. Like I, I'm just like, "Oh, that man just like did this and looked at me and did that." And like mm-hmm. I, I notice people all the time, mm-hmm. um, and like I, so I, yeah. So I, everywhere I go, 
and I also am like a tra- like I attract strange people that like very sweet. Tell, yeah want to tell yeah, me their life yeah. story or like share a can of Pinot Gris or whatever like, <laughs> very weird so that's why when I go to these concerts like I, when I went to that uh heart concert in Detroit mm-hmm. uh I was waiting in a long line to go to the bathroom and I really wanted to like get back in time before they came out. Yeah. There was, uh, the men's bathroom was open and some lady was like, you look nervous. And I was like, Oh yeah, I just, I I don't want to miss the beginning. And she was like, Mm. Oh yeah, come on, come with me. And I was like, no. And then she, (laughs) she grabbed my like elbow and was like, we're going in here. And then we and then we went to this boys' bathroom, and I was like, oh. like, and then I like peed peed really fast, and was like, thanks, lady, and like ran away. Uh, <laughs> I love that woman. I know, but I but like, I think she I she probably thought I was like I don't know some kind of toddler walking around, but like, <laughs> like very tiny. You're very petite, very petite. Yeah. But but anyways, it was it's like people like that, like bold people, the bold people of Detroit. The board that is a TV show waiting. Yes, it really is. And Abba, Abba fits in there because she's bold as well, in a good way. I, I, it's so funny that you say that. I honestly, I'm always like, I'm such a little, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I see myself, but I never see myself as bold. Well, you're, very interesting. you're still very sweet and kind, but you don't let people like walk all over you, especially, or, or especially other people. So like when like I'm getting elbowed by the lettuce, like you will be like, <laughs> Please let my friend, let my discard friend that I have to watch. Yeah. <laughs> is Chelsea really always be trying to get Chelsea is three years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ran away from home and I'm yes. doing. What the fuck? Off the top. Is there uh, um, the bandana? The bandana with nothing in it. <laughs> insane but i also i also wanted to say like because you're you observe so much and you have like the sweetness about you it's like it's so i love when you tell a story you're just such a good storyteller <laughs> like it makes you such a great comedian every oh, time no you guys don't understand every time i hang out with chelsea i'm like i can't wait for what the fuck she's gonna say but you're very you observe a lot and that's like such a strength of yours like it's like you collect all this information and bam there's a story like if i had witnessed that i don't know if i'd be able to tell it as well as as you just oh that's nice thank you i gotta do something with it you know you know what this reminds me of is um (laughs) meryl street And Meryl's, because Meryl Streep, she is a collector and she's an observer. And I'll never forget when Viola Davis presented her with an award. I forget which award. Abba is, Abba is a blocking. She was, when she was presenting Meryl with an award, she said, she said that Meryl is an observer and she's always watching. Oh. So Chelsea, you and Meryl have that in common. I am the Meryl Streep of heart concerts in Hamilton, <laughs> Buffalo, <laughs> But also, yeah. like when I was growing up and now, like the, because their songs are like "I'm Bad Girl," like I would be like "I'm bad," like but like I wasn't bad. I was very yeah, yeah. <laughs> very sweet. That's <laughs> also part of it, and like their music videos are like their leather jackets, and like that means mm-hmm. they're cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, it's great that like you as like a, an 
I guess if you weren't bad, you were you were a good girl. Yeah. Uh, to listen to listen to their music and still, even though you weren't like bad, quote unquote, in the sense of yeah. like you're, like burning cigs and like your <laughs> which is what I did. Um, you're like you listen to the music and it just makes you feel like emboldened and just yeah. like you could be bad if you wanted to. I'm like music mm-hmm. is important. It's true. It's very empowering. Like when I first got my driver's license, I remember like I had like the best of heart CD and I would play it and be like, mm-hmm, and like think I was like, I'd be like, I developed road rage, like, but like, <laughs> like my. I know, I know exactly what you mean when you listen to a song that makes you like walk up a street and like for that song, I'm a mean person. Like, but like my road rage would be like, Honk, excuse me. Like, that would be <laughs> the, the worst I would do. You program your That's car. Funny. Honk, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, but we are coming close to the end here, and I'm really curious, like, what's your all-time favorite heart song? Yeah. Okay, so if I'm, as far as, like, main the mainstream one, um, I think I would pick uh, Crazy on You. Crazy on You. Yeah. Nice. Uh, which nice. came out around the same time as Barracuda. Uh, mm-hmm. And because that one has like a lot of cool guitar and a lot of mm-hmm. belting. Uh, and I think like my whatever, what do you call it? Like there's like the beat. Yes. The deep cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called it a B cut. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's a B cup. Yeah, it's it a little bit of titty. Um, <laughs> would be uh, uh, these dreams. These dreams go on when it's cold outside. That's okay. Oh my gosh. I haven't heard this one. Oh, nice. Yes. That's another uh, Shopper Drug Mart classic. Mm. I hope a lot, because I'm, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot mm. of listeners might not be super, super. Like they know the hits of heart, but might not know. Yeah. The so, like, I urge you to like listen to the B cups. Yes, wow. the B cups. <laughs> what was the first B cup? Uh, so these dreams, mm-hmm. and that's from an eighties deep cut, and then uh, um, and Magic Man. And Magic Man. Okay, yes. work. Jen Zoomer, listen to it, okay? Here's listen up, Zoomers. Hey, take your AirPods out of your ears for once. Actually, no, you, you got to keep them in for this. So yeah, you, <laughs> and you keep your stupid AirPods in, actually. And the, and and when you're done listening to this, you listen to those songs. Yeah, yeah. Take your take those take your TikTok off your dink and <laughs> take your TikTok off that dink. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, each exercise. Tick tock off that dink. Oh, we did it <laughs> all the time. Tick tock off your dink. Now we're ready for the show. <laughs> that, that and clap focus made me yeah. the performer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's so stupid. Oh, I love. Charles, where can we find you? Um. Probably outside. Um, <laughs> outside. Walking a dog. I walk dogs. Yes. As a, walk as a dog. profession. Um, yeah. And uh, eventually, comedy bar. I'm I'm there a lot. Uh, mm. Yeah, I nice. I will be there doing like improv or sketch. And yes. yeah, that's it's hard right now, but who mm-hmm. knows when this will come out. 
Thank you. Are you doing stuff on um, socials too? Are you? I've been singing, and I've been enjoying that because you're a good singer. Oh, thanks. Um, I I was, uh, and then I stopped because you gotta have good internet. It's true. It's true. You have to have like high speed, really yes. super good. But I got internet. I got Instagram, and I do stuff on there. It's yeah. at Chels Luck all together. Beautiful <laughs> at Chels Luck. Yes. Memorize cool. it, listener. <laughs> TikTok dinks. You TikTok dinks. <laughs> oh, we're, they're going to start a TikTok challenge, these gen, these Zoomers, where they're just being mean to us. It's just them dancing over our headshots and calling us old. We're technically, you're technically hey, a Zoomer, Ben. Out there. At least you're right. out there. Sure. Ben, you're a Zoomer, though. How do you feel about being mean to your own people? I'm, I'm the Zoomer, on the cusp. Like, I'm the oldest of the Zoomers. Like, I'm the queen mm. Zoomer. So, mm. as queen, I say, settle down, children. You say settle down, children. Do you hear that, listener? If you're going to attack anyone from this podcast, let it be Ben, okay? <laughs> yes, yeah. truly. Ben or, or Aiden, too. I know. I'm just a nice girl trying to get a loose fish in a cafeteria. <laughs> And but truly, Chelsea, outside, <laughs> give, her, give her your loose fish. But Chelsea would get like a loose piece of fish, loose piece of chicken, and then like spinach. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh... It was very cute. It was very, very cute. But uh, it's been great talking to you, Chelsea. Thanks so much for joining us. And Thank you for having art. me. This was so fun. You've been so knowledgeable. Yes. Okay. Truly, thank you so much. And follow, follow Chelsea at her social medias. And keep a lookout for her live shows when shows are back. Yes, please. Stan. Love and Stan. And I like to talk, so don't be afraid of that. Because I'm a nice girl. <laughs> yeah, she is. And she's right about all of that. I'm a loser. I like to chat. You hear that? I like to chat as well. Oh, no. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, love you, Chelsea. Thank you all. Okay, bye. Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Ben. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.